This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hi there, and Merry Christmas. Doc Thompson, pinch hitting for Glenn Beck again today. Thanks so much for joining me. If you'd like to join the program on Twitter, it's at Doc Thompson Show. We're pretty active on Twitter, even during my morning regular, uh, my, uh, regular morning program on the Blaze Radio Network. Just at Doc Thompson Show if you have any comments. We'll also open up the phone lines in a few minutes because I want to get your take on something. The number is 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. A few months ago, the United Nations decided they needed a role model for empowering women. He said, who can we get to empower women? What does, in, what does empowering women mean? What, what, if you're a woman or if you could put yourself in the place of a woman, you say something, somebody that would represent a strong woman, I guess, right? Empowering, somebody strong. And by strong, we don't necessarily mean physically strong. We need somebody meaning emotionally strong or strong leadership skill, something like this. An accomplished woman, maybe. Maybe somebody in business. Maybe somebody that is very caring. Somebody that does a lot for people. Helps other people. Selfless. What qualities? Any combination of those, right? So what women come to mind? Who could the United Nations use as a role model to empower women? Ah, maybe a strong female leader. Historical figure. You could take any number of women. Um, Margaret Thatcher, gold of my ear. You can take any current world leaders, Angela Merkel. If, I mean, she's, she's an accomplished woman, right? That's a woman who has achieved one of the highest levels of her country. That would make sense. No, no, the United Nations decided to go with Wonder Woman. They figure if you need a role model, somebody that's realistic that girls can get behind, you say, well, that's clearly Wonder Woman, sure. Now, I'm not sure why they went with the DC Universe. I mean, even the DC Universe, they could have gone with Supergirl, they probably didn't because it has girl in the title, and if you've ever been any around harpies, I mean women in your office that tell you you can't call them girls, they're women, so it's probably the woman thing. But why not? So many characters in the Marvel Universe they could have picked. But they went with Wonder Woman, a storied history in American, uh, American uh, literature. Do you call comic books literature? I guess technically. Okay. They said, we're going to go with Wonder Woman. They got behind it. That was just a few months ago. And almost instantly, the backlash came. Yes, like I said, 
people probably upset. Why didn't you pick a real woman? Why didn't you pick a Margaret Thatcher or somebody like that, right? Heck, an Eleanor Roosevelt. Not talking politically, whether you agree with their ideas or values, left or right, but strong female leadership. Well, you got to pick any number of those. No. They were upset because they didn't say Wonder Woman was a good representation of women. So they launched a petition saying that the United Nations must get rid of Wonder Woman as a role model for women. Quick side note. If you have this kind of time to concern yourself with who the United Nations is picking as a role model to start a petition, share a petition, sign a petition, then you have a far better life than I do. You have far fewer problems than I do. If you're saying, you know what, this is just outrageous. They picked Wonder Woman. We've got to do something about this. And you start a petition. You know that you have to write the petition. You don't just stay here, sign this. You got to write something. What am I signing? You have far too much time in their hand. The online petition was shared and signed by thousands, tens of thousands of people. Just upset, outrageous. And the argument was, according to the petition, that Wonder Woman was created 75 years ago, yet the original creators may have intended Wonder Woman to represent a strong and independent warrior woman with a feminist message. They say, in reality, it is the the character's current iteration that is causing them trouble. The current iteration being that of a large-breasted white woman of impossible proportions, scantily clad in a shimmery, thigh-bearing bodysuit with an American flag motif and knee-high boots, the epitome of a pinup girl. Now, see, they make that sound like it's a bad thing, the way they write that. A large-breasted white woman... They've... Uh, if she was a smaller-breasted white woman, would they be okay with that? If I, if, I, if I just changed that part, if they said, okay, we get it, we've heard you, we're going to make her breasts much smaller. Everything else is going to be the same. So she will be a small-breasted white woman of impossible proportions, scantily clad in a shimmery thigh-bearing bodysuit with an American flag motif, and knee-high boots, the epitome of a pinup girl. Would that be okay? Likely not. So my question is, is it all of these things or just one of these things? If you said it's going to be a large-breasted black woman or a large-breasted Asian woman, Indian, would that be okay? If we got rid of the flag motif on her underwear, would that be okay? If it wasn't shimmery, they specifically put shimmery. If she was more clad and less scantily clad, would that be okay? If her proportions were more possible, would that be okay? They're not concerned with the fact that she has superpowers, which are impossible. Forget that. That doesn't matter. It's just her proportions are impossible. We're fine with her being able to lift a truck and have an invisible jet. But her proportions, that's impossible. That's where we draw the line. You might be overlooking a couple of things here. You know that magic lasso? Not real. It's impossible. Just so you know. What part of it are they troubled by? Is it all of it? So what would they create in its stead if you're going to have a fictional character and they were to create one, not taking an existing character? So, well, let's go down the checklist. She would have to have small breasts. That's that's, they started out. They said of a large-breasted, and they continue, cannot have large breasts. Thank you, United Nations. It does not represent women of the world if you have large breasts. I don't know if they can be medium breasts. We just know they can't be large breasts. So, 
Is C considered large? D, what's the cutoff? What's the cup size? A and B are probably good, right? That would not be considered large. C, is that kind of on the cusp? Okay. We'll just, for the sake of argument, say C or less. Can't be a white woman. We know that. I don't know what you would pick, but it can't be a white woman. I would say if you're really struggling to make sure you're including people, you would go to the least populous race on the planet. I don't know what that is. There's a whole lot of Asian people, so it's probably not that. Um, I don't know, Native American or something? That might be too American, though. Eskimo? I don't think that's a culturally appropriate word, but an Eskimo, is that? So we know it's not a white woman, likely a very small minority woman. Got it. Um, she has to have possible proportions. What are possible proportions? Well, I would say you look around. We've already got the small or medium breast. Um, and find what is really common in society. So I'm going like people you see at uh, Sears. Okay, nobody shops at Sears, sorry. Um, Walmart, maybe. You've seen the people of Walmart. People walking down your street in your neighborhood, in your town. People you know. Very common. Okay, that's proportional. So a medium... Average person you see that is not white. She can't be scantily clad. And based on the description I just gave you, thank God she's not going to be scantily clad. Let's go ahead and cover that up. Okay. Um, She cannot wear things that are shimmery. Do not draw attention to her. Her, uh, She cannot bear her thighs, which that's kind of redundant because we already said cover up. She can't be scantily clad. She cannot have a suit with an American flag. I don't know if it's just the suit or she cannot have the American flag in general. I'm assuming that she cannot be around the American flag at all because that's troubling to the world. Not everybody's an American after all. So would she wear the United Nations flag? So would we replace on her backside, because we're looking at the average women you see out there, the pink across her ass or juicy? We replace that with the United Nations logo. Is that it? Can't be the American flag. And she can't have knee-high boots because these things are the epitome of a pinup girl. This is what they've created. Now, if you are a woman and you're saying, I want a character that empowers women, is that it? Is that the character I just described? Is that the thing as a woman that you're going, someday I'm going to be like her? Average possible proportions. Small to medium breasts. Covered up constantly. No knee-high boots. And what is that American flag doing here? Get that out of here. Don't we aspire to be more, sometimes to be the impossible, knowing it's the impossible, but it's a high bar? Well, not when it comes to the United Nations. Not when it comes to these people, these people of this ilk, that would tell you that anything that people draw, create like this, with a positive message, which is the history of many, many superheroes, from Superman and Wonder Woman to many in the Marvel to fill a void in people's lives to say, you can be more, you can do more. There are people like you. Children read comic books. Captain America was created to be that American hero during World War II, but no longer. That's all bad. So what would this character fight for if you had it? Is this abortion woman? Is that what this is? Is this redistributive woman? (laughs) I'm just... Trying to figure out what the message carry forward. Wonder Woman with the American flag motif. 
carried the message of freedom in America. It's not just America. It's the American ideas and principles. Do you feel that these things are in line with what America is? There's another part of this. We are asked to be a part and are a part of the United Nations. We pay for the majority of the United Nations. 22% of their budget comes from me and you, from the taxes we pay pays for the United Nations on top of the land and the protection that they are afforded in America. Why is the United Nations building in America? Where else could they have it where it would be as safe as secure and secure? A country that has founded itself, at least partially, on personal freedoms and communication and expression. Do you think the United Nations represents all of that? If they're telling you that Wonder Woman is now offensive, and what did the United Nations do when they signed this petition and presented it? They backed off and they said, sorry, Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, you are removed from your duties as spokesperson to empower women on behalf of the United Nations. Thanks you for your service. Lo, these three months, we've made a horrible, horrible mistake. See, we should be telling people, whether it's through Wonder Woman or not, this is just an example of the craziness that it's a character created that you say doesn't represent, that there is a high bar. Women put themselves in a competition with other women, as do men with men. We put ourselves in, in competition with each other in the workplace, in everything we do. And we're told by some of these people, when it comes to athletics and other things, that competition is good. But the mixed message, in this case, it's not good because it's, uh, women cannot achieve that. You're uh, setting an unreasonable expectation that a woman could actually achieve those proportions when it comes to their body. This is the same nonsense where they say you shouldn't airbrush magazines or alter them. But it's funny, they never say that when it comes to men's magazines. Do you remember the Justin Bieber uh, cover? I don't know which one it was on a couple months ago where they uh, beefed up his pecs, made him a little thinner, put a little more junk downstairs. He was modeling the underwear and made him look a little larger in certain places. They didn't say that's unrealistic expectations of men. I'll never look like that. No, because generally men accept it. This is what it is. It's not men. It's not corporate America. It's not the United States. It's not evil capitalism that's creating the unrealistic expectation for women. It is women that are creating the unrealistic expectation for women. They are in competition with each other primarily. And instead, we would rather have characters and ideas and values that are presented to us by social justice warriors the values they share, that seems like a bit of a fail. Am I wrong, ladies? You're not in competition with each other? Men put the pressure on you. Is that what you're telling me? Because of the magazines and such, and you don't put that same pressure on men? If I'm wrong, then tell me. 888 What am I missing? 888-900-3393. Because most of this comes from the natural competition that exists In the animal kingdom, between females, where, on a biological level, even though we are more than that, they try to attract mates, and men try to mate. There is a biological component to that. We're going to get to your calls and tweets coming up next. It's 888-900-3393. Doc Thompson on the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. Want to see Glenn live? If you're coming to Texas, you can. Join us at Mercury Studios in Dallas for a taping of Glenn's television show. To reserve your seat, email tickets at glennbeck.com with your information. That's tickets at glennbeck.com. Mercury. 
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Seven two seven back. This is the Glenn Beck program. Okay, so yesterday we had some fun on the program. We um, we played a uh, parody commercial. It's actually a real product, DNC Trophy. If you go to dnctrophy.com, there's a product up there that'll help you help the people who are really upset, the little snowflakes that are upset about the election. It's a place where you can get a participation trophy for the 2016 election. And we crashed the site yesterday. So we had to go to a different server that can handle the capacity. A lot of people bought them. I mean, we had, I think, 500 in the first 10 minutes or something like that yesterday. So go there. It's uh, dnctrophy.com. That's dnctrophy.com. In the dead of night, a lonely telephone rings deep within the lair of solitude in his parents' basement. Don't judge me. I'm paying off my student loans. When you're at the end of your rope, who's on the other end of the line? Social Justice Warrior here. Social Justice Warrior. Social Justice Warrior. The mild-mannered, politically correct, non-offensive progressive superhero. That's me. Called upon by the oppressed to fight social injustice, income inequality, and occasionally scurvy. Social Justice Warrior. Defender of Progressive Enlightenment. Hashtag Social Justice Warrior. Together with my Social Justice League superheroes. The Free Lantern, Taxman and Robin, Hermaphrodite, and Irony Man. Tune in next time when we hear Social Justice Warrior say... Feel the burn, baby. Only on the Doc Thompson Show. Don't forget about a straw man and Punisher with a baby. Don't forget about those other part of the Social Justice League of America. Joining us now, line uh, 21. Let's go to the phones. It's 888-727-BECK. I gave you the wrong number. 888-727-BECK. Dell in Ohio. How are you? Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. And how are you doing, Doc? Doing well. Merry Christmas, sir. Uh, you were uh, had mentioned that you know the U.S. pays so much for the upkeep of the United Nations just to be abused, basically. I have a suggestion. Why don't we move it to either Baghdad or Damascus and see how the combination of Sharia law and diplomatic community work out? Tremendous, Dell. That is a wonderful idea. If they so love these countries and believe America has the most um, human rights violations, that America is such a bad place, that they always talk about us first, never North Korea or Iran. You're right. Let's move it to one of those places where they'll be more safe. Great idea. And Del, I mean, I know you'd be sad to see them leave America, right? Oh, it would just, it would just, watching my taxes go down would be just a horrible thing. But you'd, you'd be willing to suffer through it to make sure they feel more safe, to make it in a, like a safe space in Damascus. I'd bite the bullet. Excellent. Dell, thank you for being a, a good person and being willing to sacrifice that way. Appreciate you joining me. All right, Frank and PA tweeting at Doc Thompson Show on Twitter. 
To represent the widest range of women, shouldn't Wonder Woman have one breast larger than the other? Uh, I've heard that that's the case, that more women do, so maybe. Steve Sexton uh, tweeting, hey, if you're looking for a small-breasted white woman for the UN, I say we consider at Lindsey Graham SC. At Lindsey Graham. Well, that's a good possibility. I don't know how Lindsey identifies. I thought he was a man, Steve, but... If you're telling me he identifies differently, I'm not going to argue it in today's world. Now, Bill, who's uh, directing the show today, came to me and said, Doc, I think who you described, the character you described that the United Nations would like to represent somebody to empower all women is Lena Dunham. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. and happy holidays. Doc Thompson in for Glenn Beck today and tomorrow as well. Thanks so much for listening. Join me on Twitter at Doc Thompson Show or 888-727-BECK if you want to join the program. Speaking of Lena Dunham being this apparently ideal role model or the ideal woman to so many, because she is. I mean, yeah, I mean, wow, you might set your sights a little higher, ladies. I mean, just a little higher, This is like me saying, okay, I got together with the guys and we've picked our role model who we want to be. Michael Moore. That's the guy. I'm going to get the hat. I'm going to get the uh, unwashed, greasy glasses that cover my unwashed, greasy face and the flabs that hang down. And then I'm just going to be a tool all over the place. That's what we've decided is the man. That's who we want to be. That's Lena Dunham, basically. She is a heinous, heinous person. No, I've never met her. I have no desire to. I'm willing to have a conversation with her or anybody, but I'm telling you, it's all, it'll be all for naught. It'll be pointless. She is crazy insane. She's not reasonable. She is delusional. And that's just not me saying it. That's her admitting to delusions. Let me explain why. Lena Dunham was speechifying the other day in a little interview, and they got on the topic of, oh, something she doesn't talk about very often, abortion. She sees abortion as not a a choice, not a struggle that women have and say, well, even if they're pro-abortion, this was a difficult decision. She doesn't see it as some people may have a difference of opinion. She sees abortion, having an abortion as a badge of honor. Do you remember the tweet your your abortion hashtag that people had? And there was a woman on YouTube a couple of months ago that um, filmed and put on YouTube her abortion. Now, it wasn't graphic in nature, and it was shot from, like, chest up with the little little pup tent, if you ever go and watch somebody in surgery where you don't see everything going on. 
it was up her head. But the whole time she's like, woohoo, have an abortion. Thumbs up. All right, way to go. And then she's like, see, it was quick and painless. It was wonderful. Have an abortion. It's swell. This is the attitude. It's not a question. It's not a moral question. It's not something people struggle with. There's a lot of people that have had abortions that regret it. Some that don't regret it still say, wow, this was a really difficult decision. It can't be an easy choice if you're forced with this. I would think most people would rather have it not be a difficult decision in their life. She doesn't see it that. She sees it as a badge of honor, as evident by something she said recently when she was speechifying. She said, now, I can say that I still haven't had an abortion, but I wish I had. She wishes she had? This is like saying I've never had my appendix out, but I wish I had. I mean, if you considered a medical, she's the one and other women tell me, Doc, you don't understand. You that are anti-abortion, you hate women, you don't understand what a difficult choice it is and decision. Okay, I do understand it's a difficult decision and choice and can't be fun. Apparently, Lena Dunham doesn't by saying, I wish I had. Or has she already decided? It's not a difficult decision. It's just something good. You know what? I never had my spleen removed, but damn, I wish I had. It sounds so wonderful. Now, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. What could she, in her pro-abortion, agenda-driven world, what could she mean by that? Benefit of the doubt, stretch your mind, what could she mean? That it would give her legitimacy in the abortion argument? That she would be able to identify more with women and say, well, I've been through it too? Well, why would you want that? To commiserate with them? Why? Why would you want to go through something that is, as you've said, is a difficult decision, just so you can commiserate? You can't understand them you're the one telling me i'm the one who has a difficult time understanding people i'm not the i'm the one that is not willing to try to put myself in other people's place because i'm just filled with hate you can't just do that then now after she said this are you ready there were a bunch of women who are pro-abortion who had a bit of a problem with this they objected to it and they went off on her specifically for the reasons i said that you should not trivialize abortion even though they are pro-abortion. And she backpedaled. She bailed. This strong, empowered woman who will not be kept down by anybody, who has strong opinions, who is pro-abortion, who is a leader amongst women, or so she would tell you, said, my words were spoken from sort of a delusional girl persona I often inhabit. Not a delusional a delusional girl persona now i know what that is and she's probably right there's a lot of girls that know that will often exhibit this delusional girl persona no there's a delusional man persona too so i know what it is however if i or let's say that glenn beck dude went off and kept doing bits on the delusional girl persona. This was one of the go-to bits that he did. And somebody asked Lena Dunham, what do you think about that delusional girl bit that Glenn Beck has been doing? He talks about the delusional girl persona. Do you think Lena Dunham would go, oh, that's so funny because I often inhabit a delusional girl persona. Would she say that? Hell no. She would go off and say, how dare he say that about women? Delusional and girl. What, you're saying women are all delusional? That's what she would say. So once again, do as I say, not as I do. 
In other words, a hypocrite. She then went on to say, it didn't translate, and that's my fault, so she took full responsibility for the mistake. She said, I would never, ever intentionally trivialize the emotional and physical challenges of terminating a pregnancy. No, you did trivialize them and intentionally trivialize them. You would never do it? Well, wait a minute. Did you change your mind on wanting to have, wishing you'd had an abortion? Did you change your mind? If you didn't, then all you did was backpedal on something that you firmly believe, something that is at the core of what you believe. So you got criticism from people and you backpedaled? Is that the strong, empowered woman? You know who wouldn't have backpedaled from that? Wonder Woman, I'm just saying. She would have backpedaled from that. So Lena Dunham is really not that strong after all. She would have stood up to her critics if she was really that strong. She's a hypocrite. Standard. Standard operating procedure. Now, I will offer her one little bit of credit. I understand that likely she has not had an abortion because she has not had the opportunity to have or be with child. I don't know if you know what it takes. (laughs) You're going to have to have... Find some willing guy that's willing to be a father to that child. And wow, I'm sure on some level there's somebody that's hopped up on meth somewhere that might be willing to, but it's still going to be a really narrow needle to thread there. I don't see that's an easy find. Maybe roofies, possibly, possibly roof and all. Let's go to the phones, 888-727-BECK. Let's go to, we got... uh, what is that? Uh, Tyson in Missouri. Tyson, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well. What's going on? I was wondering, what happened to Skip? Because he hasn't been on the radio in a while with you. That is right, Tyson. And I appreciate the question and the comment. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll let you hang up and I'll explain it. Uh, coming up tomorrow morning, I'm regularly heard on the uh, the Morning Blaze. It's the Blaze Radio Network's morning program, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Find out more about me and listen to podcasts of the program. Just go to theblaze.com and click on channels, and you'll see my channel come up. Uh, you'll see Doc Thompson, or you'll see this face right here, Doc Thompson. Uh, again, theblaze.com, click on channels, look for Doc Thompson. Uh, we've made some changes in the radio network, and most of them, including Skip's, were at the request of the people who have left, including Skip. Um, there were changes that uh, he wanted to make in his life, and while I can't uh, speak to them because I don't have the legal authority to, nor do I want to bother him. It's something personal to him. He gets to. Um, so you can check with him what's personally going on. I'll just say that um, I wish him the best of luck, and um, we, had, we had a great run. So in the future, we're moving forward with some different things on the Blaze Radio Network that I'm going to talk about tomorrow morning on the program about 8.30 Eastern time. I'm going to lay it all out there because we've made some major tech changes on, at, all over the place at Glenn's Network. I'm sure Glenn will talk about some of them in the future as well, and he's talked about some of the struggles in the past. But finally, we have reached a place that we've all been looking to get to for quite a while where we can finally grow and do some really cool things. We've been literally waiting until January 1st, 2017, and it is finally here, thank God. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's go to New York and Rich. You're on the Glenn Beck program. How are you? Hey, Doc. How are you doing today? Good, sir. 
Uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to uh, to mention, like, everyone is always very confused about what these liberals are talking about. And I'm not a psychologist, but uh, there are certain things in the mind that uh, that we could identify right out of the gate, is that there's this thing called attribution error where or assignment error, where someone assigns a motive to someone's actions, and then they act on that. This is like Lena Dunham, everyone else on the left is like, you say, hey, I think we should secure the border, and they immediately call you a racist. There's um, uh, other things which are escaping my mind at the moment from being on national radio. Sure, but, no uh, it, it, it's all these psychological things. I don't know why a psychologist doesn't step up and say that uh, uh, that there are uh, information processing shortcuts is another thing. It's like you know, how do you step on the brake when you're approaching a red light at at just the right amount of time to stop your car? It's because your mind is calculating all these things, and uh, uh, it, it processes information through these shortcuts. And these liberal minds seem to be hardwired to process all information through all of these things that are fallacies. And you add fake news to that. You add oh, an echo yeah. chamber to that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's no wonder why so many people are outraged because they bought the lies. So everyone's all pissed off at Trump because they bought into their own lies and the lies of everyone else. Rich, that, so you're, I, you're absolutely right. We start now in almost everything we do with uh with the history already being known so we believe in other words lena dunham starts with well we don't know all those people over there are blot dot dot they're racist they're whatever and so does everybody else so they start the conversation at that point never with a oh maybe we've made a mistake on that you right. know i mean it's and, just and we for, believe this right and for lena dunham to say i wish i had an abortion just drives home that fact because her mind is so conditioned to think that this is like a good thing or a thing that should be uh, championed, that she wishes she aborted a fetus. I mean, right. that, that is like the height of some type of psychological disorder that I don't understand <laughs> I why nobody's stepping no, onto the plate and saying it. You know, Rich, I only wish someday I, I get the opportunity to bludgeon man in the street. I, I've always wanted to. You know, I'm pro-bludgeon a man in the street. Someday, maybe I'll get the opportunity, okay? Right, right. I hope I cause a 50-car pileup on the expressway because, you know, I mean, well, we got to Well, good luck. There's always warning, today, right? right? Yeah, exactly, Rich. Thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. More calls coming up in the Glenn Beck program. The number is 888-727-BECK. More coming up next. Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Mercury. Glenn Beck Program. Don't we now okay Just shocking that, that somebody would trivialize something as serious as abortion, even though I am not pro-abortion. Um, I find this a difficult issue to discuss rationally with most people because I am willing to be reasonable and rational and hear people out. And maybe there's no clear-cut answer that will completely bring the sides together. But we can, we can make a lot of inroads and make a lot of headway to find some common ground on some parts of it. But we're just unwilling to because of people like Lena Dunham. So if you're pro-abortion and you're following Lena Dunham going, yes, she's out there standing up for women's rights and she's pro-abortion. No, she's not. She's making it into something else. We're not going to be able to have a reasonable discussion as long as you find Lena Dunham reasonable and rational. Cal is spinning the dials for us, radio style in New York City this morning, regularly heard on the morning broadcast with me on the Blaze Radio Network. 
Cal, um, this is pretty troubling, her to say she wishes she would have had an abortion at some point. Or yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, again, I'm, I personally am I'm a pro-life person. You know, having a child of my own, I could never imagine you know, uh, terminating a, a life, especially the one that's going to be mine. But not to get too deep into it, everybody's got their opinions, whether you're pro-life or pro-choice. But putting all that aside, just trivializing the fact that there are, th- I mean, what, millions of, of women that can't conceive. There are newlywed couples that want to have children that can't. And flaunting the fact that you want to have an abortion, I think, is extremely insensitive and just really doesn't, doesn't to te- it attests to how much she doesn't think about this or doesn't even, you know, take into account what kind of a gift it is to be able to conceive and to just throw that away. It's just really uh, shocking. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm accused all the time of being insensitive if I'm satirical about something. And she's addressing people who are people who are going to be pretty emotional about this because many of them have been faced with that choice or had an abortion. And then other people, like you said, that can't conceive. And she's the one completely insensitive about it. Think about the role reversal here. Doc, you're so insensitive to people. And you just throw this out there. Folks, this is not her being insensitive. Lena Dunham was not being insensitive. She does not think she was, regardless of her little BS apology. She does not. What trumps all else for her is that crazy progressive agenda that she sees that as a badge of honor because that is the ultimate women's empowerment when you can control your reproduction. She's that delusional. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.